Welcome to Season 2, Episode 23 of The Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. Brad, I have one thing to say to you. Just one? Well, I have many things to say to you, but to, to lead so. off Episode 23, lead, yeah. I just want to say it was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> Last night was a stormy night. <laughs> it was dark and stormy Star, It's stormy... It's stormy all the time it's now. It's stormy. Uh, $20, $20 million worth of stormy. Let me tell you something. I want her yeah. lawyer, man. That guy's awesome. Her lawyer is balls to the wall. He is totally balls to the walls. And it's like... He's out lawyering, he's out lawyering Trump's Jewish lawyer. <laughs> I have to tell you. That. I know. And he's, what, he's Italian? I think so. I thought he was going to be like some kind of, you know, like Palooka, like but meanwhile, mafia Trump's lawyer. Meanwhile, he's a Palooka mafia lawyer. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly the thing is that Michael yeah. Cohen is the Palooka mafia lawyer really who's is. just getting run in circles by this guy. Yeah. So, you know, it's a lot of people. A lot of people are talking. Yeah. Stephen, a lot of people are saying people are saying people, people are, are saying. saying it's really interesting that on the one hand, Trump denies any involvement with this woman, but he's suing her for $20 million, $20 million. for violating the, the uh, non-disclosure agreement. And, and that is How why. How does that work? That is why. And, a, and a non-disclosure a agreement that he says. Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. And he doesn't have but anything he to do with it. never signed. Never signed. He didn't sign it. But that's he why I'm signed. donating to the Stormy Daniels Legal Defense Fund. <laughs> now, I can't decide. All I can't decide whether the best thing to do is to donate directly to the Stormy Daniels Legal Defense Fund or, you know, on, video on demand. Tour, like To go on the tour that she's No, 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 no. But Her, from, I'm you know, telling you, I'm telling you. Stream, stream a movie, $15.99 or something, right? Not that I researched donate, it. Exactly. Not that I know that it's exactly $15.99, but my credit card number is 514. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you're going to donate, she was only accepting singles. So, <laughs> and tw- 20s. Yeah. 20s. Well, I mean, if you want, like, the VIP room, then that's something else. <laughs> so I've heard. So that's you've what heard. I've, that's what I've seen on television. <laughs> Rumor has it. Yeah, my friends told me about that stuff. Yeah, it's a dark and stormy night. I it's just like, yeah. what a time to be alive, right? When the person who is standing up most to the president of the United States and his douchebag sycophants is Stormy Daniels, the porn star. Yeah. And why do people keep calling her a porn actress? It's well, like kind of... They have, they have awards, right? I mean... They, they do. Like I guess she's acting. Or, no one... I mean, I don't know. She's... Yeah, well... Oh, I, I guess so. How much have you really delved into that world? Mm, not I mean, at all. Into, into understanding that world right. rather than just being a consumer of their product. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole infrastructure that exists to support the, you know, many people's habits. So I'm told. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. it's, just, it's yeah. not just the douchebaggery around this Stormy Daniels <laughs> thing. Quite obviously, yeah. they, they fired Andrew McCabe two days before his retirement where he could retire with full benefits. Yeah. That's some seriously petty bullshit. Well, I mean, come on, that's mafia. That's a mafia way. At least they let him live. Right now, otherwise McCabe would be sleeping with the fishes. Exactly. Uh, no, Carlo, your punishment is you. You're no longer part of the family business. 
The thing is, I mean, I guess in their defense, they said that this Office of Professional Responsibility at the FBI recommended his termination. But then I read that they did this whole thing lightning fast. And I guess Jeff Sessions really wants to keep his job because there's nothing better than being the attorney general and being the grand wizard of the Ku Klux Klan and the Keebler, the Keebler elf. elf. Does he collect three paychecks? (laughs) He must. So, I mean, there was only one way he was going to keep his job at least for the next week. And that would be by firing Andrew McCabe. McCabe. How much do you think being the grand wizard pays? Like, do you think there's like good benefits with that job? Do you think it's like a six figure salary? Oh, definitely. Definitely. You know. You think? Yeah. Do they include, do you have to buy your own robe? No, no, no. I think when you get to that level. That comes with the job. It comes with the, it comes with the office. So if you're in that position, do you fly coach or do you, (laughs) you know, use the military aircraft like (laughs) Minucci? Well, if you remember the Trump cabinet, you either fly first class on commercial or you requisition military aircraft. So. Well, you saw that thing with Mnuchin, right? <laughs> that guy's a fucking asshole. He is a criminal. He's such a sniveling uh, little piece of shit. Uh, and you know what? I was saying, not only is he the worst Secretary of Treasury <laughs> ever, and he gets on TV and he defends anything the president says. Yeah, anything really. When when Trump called Chuck Todd a droop, a, what was it, a sleepy-eyed yeah. son of a bitch? He's like, ah. That's just campaign talk. Yeah, that's just that's campaign a, talk. And that's a good impersonation. It is a good impersonation way. of him, right? Yeah, should, and if, if people could only see you, you look exactly like him when you're doing <laughs> it. With like no chin. Do you have to have no chin to be in this, yeah. in this administration? Yeah, I'm the Secretary of Treasury. And you I should see my hot wife. Clearly clearly nobody has a spine, but also nobody has a chin. Right. But here's here's the thing that I hold. I, I, I hold Mnuchin in contempt less for his performance as a secretary of treasury because everybody knows anybody who's appointed to a cabinet position by Donald Trump, by definition, is a total fucking douchebag and an idiot well, who and, and, and not at all qualified, et cetera, et cetera. Only but I hold, I hold Mnuchin in contempt. And maybe I've, you know, maybe I've mentioned this before, but he was the producer right. of the Chips movie, yeah. which had a lot of potential a lot yeah. of potential, and it sucked so bad. That's not, you know, I And it wasted two hours of my time on a flight back from the Gulf, I, and I was pissed. I, I, I totally get that, but, you know... What? Of all of the things, the, the, the image that will remain fixed in my mind is yeah. of him and his horrible wife... <laughs> I don't know, she's up, hot. My wife's hot. She, holding up the money that <sighs> was just printed. Oh, fuck. They have such contempt... For Americans, he's the guy. Just, he he ran some bank that basically foreclosed yeah. on everybody. They oh, it was totally on, legal. Like, they foreclosed on soldiers who were deployed who were being, <laughs> while they were being deployed, deployed in Iraq. Exactly. Yeah. Stay classy. It was, and it was like it was. This guy is a bottom feeder. Uh, yeah, that's is, exactly right. Oh, but it was totally. But his 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 response to that is well, it was all legal. Yeah, it was legal. Sure, because you have a Congress that allows right. the banks to get away with anything. Exactly. The institutions <laughs> so of, of the state reflect the interests of those in power. Just because it was legal doesn't make it moral, doesn't make right. it right, doesn't or make right. it any of those things. <clears throat> right. Well, it was legal. But you look at your look at yourself in the mirror and say, is this something I should be doing? 
Well, it's legal. No, I guess I'm okay with it then. Oh, my God. So, oh. because because this is the 23rd episode. Yeah, episode the Michael Jordan episode. Episode 23, the Michael Jordan episode. Episode 23 and me. <laughs> have you ever done 23 and me? No, I haven't. I have. Have you? I have. Okay. I did 23 and me, and surprisingly enough... You're an Ashkenazi I, Jew? I found out that I'm like 97% Ashkenazic Jew. <laughs> What's the like other 3%? 97%. Okay, so this is where it gets interesting, right? So this was no surprise to me because I knew exactly the town that my grandparents came from. Okay. Both sets of grandparents. So okay. I had one set of grandparents from Poland, the other set from Germany. Okay. We go we go far enough back that we know what exactly. What was Pesach like? You know, those German Jews didn't look didn't look kindly upon the Polish Jews. No. Oh, well, they got along with each other. Yeah. They did. Okay. They liked each other. Okay. Although my German grandparents, I'm sure, thought they were superior to my <laughs> Polish grandparents. But they all but got, they got along. Okay, other. yeah. But they got along. So I knew where everybody was from. There's no surprise. Right. But it's in like the other that's a little bit of a surprise. Okay. Right? Lay it on me. So part of the other is mm-hmm. less than 1%. You ready? Yeah. yeah. Native American. No. Native American. Dude, you got to you got to go to one of these these casinos and be like, "Hey, I'm here." Exactly. I'm here. Where's my cut? Cut me, cut me the check. <laughs> so So I was like, that's not possible. And then Jordan says, "Of course it's possible." Wait, I know your Native American name. Chief Bagel Schmear. That's a good one. <laughs> Did you say chief, chief or chief? Chief. Chief Bagel Schmear. Yeah. Chief Zabar. Chief, chief, chief Zabar. What? Chief complains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Allergy in chief. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so Jordan so, says. So Jordan says, well, it's not that hard to figure out. He's like, where, do your, where does your father's family come from? Germany. Who was here helping to fight the Revolutionary War? Hessians. The Hessians. So I went on to 23andMe this week. Okay. And they now have this new feature where they have the, the timeline so they can approximate when this... So I guess... Was your, like, when, was your when Hessian great-great-grandfather stooping some Native American woman? So it so when you look at the timeline, so when did this when did you know you get this part of your DNA? Mm-hmm. Somewhere between seventeen hundred and seventeen ninety. Dude, great grandpa. That means that some German Jew yep. was fighting for the British as yep. a Hessian soldier yep. and took home a war bride. Nice. Who's like your great great grandmother? Like more like great 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 Oh yeah, my god. The, ni- the 97% Ashkenazic Jew is no surprise. <laughs> definitely. I want to do it. I definitely want to do it. You I should. I want to do it. I don't want my. They're doing this stuff with like the DNA. I don't know. I, I don't want to know what I'm going to die of, but I want to know. 
Well, that's why I did it, because right. after my illness, right. I wanted to see if I was predisposed or if my kids were right. going to have so it. So now, here's, here's the question. <laughs> yeah. Your illness is very rare for someone who's an Ashkenazi Jew. Exactly. Does this have something to do with this lineage that goes way, way, way no, back to? No. 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 Mm-hmm. It, that's, a good, that's a good hypothesis, but not in this case, no. because... This is more prevalent among Chinese people and North Africans, oh, and yeah. I have neither of those. Right. So, huh. yeah, this is environmental. I see. Yeah, the CDC caused by and the fraternity house exactly. at Emory. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, <laughs> we have to go down there and test the soil. <laughs> we should. We should. I Take soil know, samples. I used to say, I always used to say, if you went down to where the fraternity house used to stand and you sampled the soil, you could probably smoke it and get really high. <laughs> So speaking of speaking, speaking of, of getting high, speaking of Jews, <laughs> yes. um, so there's a new controversy swirling here in Washington D.C. Is it about Louis Farrakhan? It's not. It's not. No, I think there's I, another controversy. There's another controversy. This, this is another a Jewish controversy. It's about to it's about to blow up, but it's not as big as the the Farrakhan thing. Which, by the way, the Farrakhan thing is like as we were discussing the other day. Yeah. It, it it's like the dude's like how old? 84. So it's a total distraction. He's a total distraction. He wants to he wants to put himself back in the limelight so he gets exactly. up and he says something crazy anti-Semitic and everybody goes apeshit crazy. No one has paid attention to this guy since the Million Man March in 1995 or 1996, whatever like the fuck it was. Everybody's, everybody's reading off the script. He's like, all right, I need to get some attention. <laughs> no all one's right, paid any got, attention to me yeah, in 25 years. I got the Founders Day speech coming up. I'll drop in a few things about the Jews. That'll <laughs> make them lose their collective shit. And guess what? They he did. says it, and they lose their collective shit. And I don't, then he's in the news for I don't two know weeks. how many. I don't, there were more <laughs> Farrakhan articles in the last, like, two weeks I than there were that. in the previous two decades. Seriously. And Fuck. you know what this is exactly? He sits back, and he laughs his ass mm. off. And he's like, you guys are so predictable. Anyway. It is true, there's though. there's another... But yeah, it is true though that the organizers of the Million Women's March or the Women's March on Washington really have been mealy-mouthed though in yeah. in the face of his blatant and disgusting, per usual anti-Semitism. Yeah. But again, it's about him in, in inserting himself into the into the conversation, however briefly, and making uh, our people go bananas. The saddest part of this is, mm-hmm. and there are many sad parts, but. The walkout of the schools this week. Yeah. There's a, a, a yeshiva in New York, SAR, yeah. that did not participate in the walkout. Why not? Because the Women's March didn't disassociate themselves. Wait, what does one enough. thing have to do with the other one's guns? No, because they got involved in the walkout. Uh, for fuck's sake. Man. Exactly. You know what? Just talk about shooting yourself What's in the foot. No right. pun intended. Dianu. Fucking A. Okay, so here's the controversy. Right, so I want to so, hear the other controversy. So there's um, there's an organization here called COPMA, the COPMA? Citizens Against Propaganda. Citizen, what is it? The Citizens Citizens Opposed to, to Propaganda, propaganda masquerade. Masquerading as Art. So these are <laughs> these five uh, fascist Jews, wealthy Jews. Best I can tell, at least one of these guys who's part of this cabal is just a gross ambulance chaser in Prince George's County, Maryland. Um, 
and the other guy is some lawyer in Reston, and then there are these two other women who claim to be PhDs, but I can't find any information about them. Anyway, they were the ones who a number of years ago drove um, uh, the director of Theater J, the um, actually well-regarded um, theater of the DCJCC. They drove this guy named Ari Roth out of uh, out of his job, yeah. And because what they did was they threatened donors and all kinds of things like that. I mean, yeah, real kind of know, brown shirt talks, right? Money it, talks. Exactly. So afraid. now it seems that they have targeted um, Hyas, the, the Hebrew he, Immigrant Aid Society. Exactly. The, the organization that's been around for over a hundred years, <laughs> and if you arrived here as an immigrant, they most likely helped your family at some point. Exactly. That exactly. Yeah. So the two good, the Jewish do good exactly. So this is this organization with this long and storied history of yeah. helping predominantly Jewish immigrants, but now but since there are less and yeah. less of the Jewish immigrants coming yeah. from the shtetls of the Pale, uh, they are now focused, and particularly over the course of the last six years or so, focused on uh, Syrian. Iraqi and other refugees who happen to not mm-hmm. be Jews, and That's so it's so <laughs> these people are saying they they've started a campaign to get the Jewish Federation of Washington, which is this umbrella organization, yeah, to get it to stop contributing funds to defund to highest? defund highest. I mean. Huh. What the fuck is wrong with people? And their claim is that people coming from the Middle East are anti-Semites. And there's already a lot of anti-Semitism in the United States because it's spiked in the last year. There's 57% more cases of anti-Jewish incidents. You mean mean like when a guy drives a car into a group of people? (laughs) But here's the thing. Or when a guy carves a swastika into a... Into a gun and shoots up a school. That okay. type of but, but that, here's, that type of violence. Here's like, here's the level of stupidity, lack of self awareness, blinded yeah. by ideology, fascism, exclusivism, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I found some information about one of the guys on this on this group, Kopma, at the yeah. Kopma. Anyway, um, <laughs> he is like a big Kopa. Trump supporter. No. So, yeah, oh, well, no, I know it's no. not shocking, but somehow, somehow this moron cannot make the connection between <laughs> Donald Trump's election and calling fascists in the streets of Charlottesville very fine people and the incredible right. spike in anti-Semitic incidents. He can't make that connection, but poor Syrians who yeah. are being slaughtered. By the hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands. They're going to come here and they're going to be anti-Semites and therefore we need to keep them out. This is really what they have to worry about right now. Oh my fucking God. That is crazy. But can I just say, I'm looking at their website right now. At the Copma. We are fascist Jews. We hate Muslims. At the Copma. What? I'm sorry? At the Copma. You know, Keep one them the, out. What? One of the, um, you know, they have a website. And yeah. one of the main sections of the website is called The Latest Outrage. <laughs> These people and spend their entire probably, lives being outraged. Yeah, go ahead. That's probably the section of the website that gets updated the most. <laughs> Every day. 
exactly. What what do I have to be outraged about today? Yeah, every day. It's the Muslims. It's the Muslims. They hate Jews. And this is propaganda masquerading as art. <laughs> you, this they would target just, the shit out of you. You know what? Yeah, now, I'm telling you. I'm telling you that one of these guys, the ambulance chaser from Prince George's County, Maryland. By the way, Prince George's yes. County, Maryland, a majority minority county. And this guy is one of the ambulance chasers there. Anyway, so I'm that kidding. ambulance chaser probably sits by his window with his rifle <laughs> in his hand every night, waiting for the hordes to descend upon his home. <laughs> this guy, this guy, I am convinced is a member of my former synagogue. And remember, really? remember, you were going to screen African Exodus, your wonderful uh, yeah. movie about Africans seeking yeah, asylum yeah. in Israel, in my former synagogue. And then they were really enthusiastic about it. And then one day they totally weren't. And they said it was anti-Israel propaganda, uh, etc. Yeah. I'm telling you, this these guys... I'm screening, I'm screening the film in Chicago next week. Oh, everybody who's in Chicago should yeah, go see this go. film. Go. go. I'll be there. So... If you put two and two together, yeah, I, I, uh, so there's this controversy brewing. Um, a good friend so they, of the Amen Corner, defund, what's that? Yeah, they want to defund Hayes. <laughs> they want to defund so, Hayes. A good friend of the Amen Corner, uh, Dove Friedman, has written yeah. an excellent letter, um, which Dove I Friedman actually of the upper of, of New York City. He's not of New York City, but he spied you on the street in New York City. Hey, he I grew know, up here in Montgomery okay. County. He spied you on the street. I think he was a little too shy to be like, aren't you Brad Rothschild? Yeah. Anyway. You know, I was on my way to synagogue that morning. <laughs> I was being besieged by all of our, our listeners. Oh, because we are the conscious nation. Anyway, so Dove wrote this fabulous letter. And he yeah. posted it on Facebook. But I happened to know through another friend of the yeah. MN Corner who's been mentioned, I think, Twice in the last month or three times last month through Evan Traeger Muni. Evan Muni. Evan Muni. Yeah. Um, I happen to know the head of the DC, the Federation in the greater Washington area. So I'm going to hand deliver this letter and, nice. and tell this guy that these folks are freaking fascists and I will be outraged if they use their financial resources to bully, uh, to bully – the federation into yeah. defunding or well I, I highest gets funding from a lot of different sources sure but uh i'll be so these, let's just encourage our listeners to donate their money to highest yeah yeah it's a good organization it's a great organization it's doing great work for over 100 years uh helped your family probably help my family uh, help my it, yeah there's if no you're Jewish and you're listening to this they probably helped your family too at the copa we are brown shirts. You we are think? brown. I'm a brown keeper. I'm a brown, the brown keepers of coat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus, you think Jews would have enough experience with fascism to be exactly. like, you know, this kind of isn't for me. That Yet. is how you know the Jews in America have made it. <laughs> When we have the freedom to become fascists, fascists. when we feel you know, comfortable being fascists, exactly, we're comfortable. We're so comfortable in this country that we've become white supremacists. <laughs> like that is the definition of success in America. That really is. That yeah, really I'm is. You, you know, the Jewish community is. We've is, made it. We've made it. When you could be, you can be 
a a white supremacist. You can join the dominant culture of white supremacy. Exactly. They've. I mean, think about it. I know it's Jews no longer, who pack heat too. It's it's Damn. no longer it's no longer a Christian nation. This is a nation that values its Judeo Christian roots. That's right. I mean, we've made it. <laughs> oh my God! That's how you know that when if you ever wonder, do Jews really do we? Uh, accrue benefit from white privilege. There's your answer. <laughs> There's your answer. Although, Jewish although the real, yes. although the real, you know, white nationalists, you know, Jews will not replace us. So how do how do these assholes who work for Breitbart or uh, have these views like these brown keepers from Kokma? Yeah. How how do they square you know, you their views with? Jews will not replace us. You know this answer. And they, don't, they ignore that and they pivot and they say Muslims. Muslims. Islam no, I know. I know. Enemy. I know. These guys, they love, dude, one of and these then, guys, he loves Donald Trump. And this and whole thing, this whole thing, we've mentioned it before. <laughs> People like Dana Rohrabacher, this guy wrote speeches for Ronald Reagan, the evil yep. empire. This guy is so pro-Putin because... He lives in fear of Muslims. And they're, this, exactly. this is the whole thing underlying Donald yeah. Trump, the alt-right, this administration. It's about Muslims. Yeah, it's also about Mexicans. Yeah, it's about African-Americans. But the, but the, the kind of organizing principle, his worldview, yep. is yep. about Muslims and why the belief they, that the caliphate embrace, is coming. Why do they embrace Israel so wholeheartedly? Right. Look at my look at Mike Pompeo, the new Secretary oh. of State designate. This is yeah. a guy who consumes the work of Frank Gaffney from the Center for National Security, who is an anti-Muslim conspiracy theorist. I mean, he was too crazy for the for the Reagan administration. They threw him out. And in the past 35 or however many years it's been, he has been incubating these crazy theories about about the Muslim Brotherhood infiltrating the U.S. government. It was once communists infiltrating the, Muslim, right. uh, the U.S. government. Now it's the Muslim Brotherhood. And where do you think the whole thing about Huma Abedin being uh, a member of the Muslim Brotherhood comes from? Frank Gaffney. And our new Secretary of State is down with this kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, that's also what they said about Obama. Oh, yeah. He was a the Kenyan thing, Muslim. In addition to their, you know, they, they talk about... Um, Muslims being anti-Semitic, but they also, again, ignoring anti-Semitism on the right, where it's way more dangerous and way more prevalent, and they'll say, look at college campuses. Right, right. Look at the BDS movement. Right. Look at anti-Semitism. And what's so crazy is we know the BDS movement has completely failed, completely failed. So, yeah, you know, uh, there is uh, a problem with anti-Semitism in this country. And I would say that there is a problem on the right and the left with anti-Semitism, but it is far more virulent and dangerous and on the right than it and is violent. on the left. I mean, let's face back. Like, you know, this kid in Orange County uh, who was murdered earlier this year by a former mm-hmm. classmate who lured him into a secluded area and, you know, killed him. Right. The guy is a Nazi. Yep. And he killed him because he was both gay and Jewish. <sighs> Yeah. And he's proud of it. And they're all proud of this. They, yeah. This guy's a hero. 
Yeah. In certain circles. I gave a talk uh, in the fall uh, to a group in Philadelphia, a foreign policy group in in Philadelphia, and people were saying, oh, you know, Muslims in Europe and Arabia and stuff. I mean, they were like kind of – this is like language from six, seven years ago or something like that. I said to them, I said, I think we should be more worried – about the rise of fascism in Europe, the very real rise yeah. of fascism and rightist parties in Europe. Because uh, we know how that shit Because we know how that – we have some experience with that yeah. rather than this kind of fetishizing the idea that large numbers of Muslims in, uh, in Europe are more of a threat. Hey, look. Yes, you had this spate of – Terrorist attacks in France and Belgium, there's clearly a problem. But those people are not at the grasp of gaining power or have already gained power in these right. countries. Poland, yeah, but, Hungary, but those, but, but those close people, enough, too close for comfort in France. So, But those, pe- but those people would say, listen – Stephen, it's just a matter of time before Muslims take over mm-hmm. in Europe, and right. Europe has a big problem with Islam. And it's not just the terrorist incidents, but it's you know generations of young right. people who are not integrating and who don't have jobs and who don't have respect for the state. And of course, there, wanted- there's there's <laughs> a part of the right in in Europe that has respect for Israel. I mean, I believe Marine Le Pen had. You know, softened her position, and they actually like the kind of strong, strident nationalism of of, of Israel. Of, Net, of, of Netanyahu, Netanyahu, Israel. Netanyahu's Israel, right? Exactly. So that's where I think people make peace with this. Well, you know, we right. can deal with that as long as they're as long as they're good on Israel. It's so this whole it's it's crazy the crazy distortion that groups like this Kopma Brown Church, and I think it's really only five people. I think that they have, <laughs> I think they have. A significant amount of resources at their disposal to intimidate, and they're not afraid to play hardball. But even oh, even like being that. small, a small group, the fact that they feel like they can line up with the worst of the worst and and go after an organization that is dedicated to helping <laughs> refugees, people escaping horrors that one couldn't even possibly manage. I mean, you, you saw know, the last you, men in Aleppo. You yeah. you watched it this week. I saw it a month ago. Yeah, but you don't know who they're really infiltrating in with those refugees. You're so naive. You're all, so naive. All they're, those, they're just going to – it's ISIS. All those children killed in it's, Aleppo and then their <laughs> sisters and brothers coming with their broken parents to this country. I mean it's this most heartbreaking, gut-wrenching thing and we have how these do, how do we know that extremely really comfortable Potomac, Maryland, Reston, Virginia, <laughs> living, yeah. huge McMansion – Comfortable people fulminating and agitating against them because they're Muslims. Fuck! Terrible. How do you know that they're really refugees? We don't know. Yeah, that's right. They're only they're they're economic refugees, right? No, they're they're terrorists yeah. being infiltrated. Oh, right. That's right. They're ISIS. They're it's all ISIS. They're ISIS. Yeah, I wish you weren't so naive. You'd know a little bit more about this. Yeah. 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 What do I know? Seriously, what do you know about the Middle East? Jack, man. <laughs> I don't know anything. Fucking it. Anyway, at the Copma. All right. Kopma. All right. <coughs> I think Kopma. that's that's episode twenty three in the bag, huh? The Michael Jordan episode. It's episode twenty three and me. <laughs> Seriously, dude, you got to go to what's that? What's that Native American? What's the big casino in Connecticut? Oh. And be like, Fox how? 
How? Yeah, Me cheese should, bagel schmear. That should do. That should do well. I should do well there. On that happy note. All right, everyone. I'll see you guys at Foxwoods. We're out. All right.